Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 12th of December and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights. Well we're just coming up to 11.20 on this Tuesday morning. Uh, The market is uh, slightly positive I have to say, though, it is very quiet. Not a lot of news around in the market this morning. Uh, I will run through what highlights there are. We're currently up around 20 points, 19.6 to be exact, 0.27%, 7,218.6. We opened at 71.97.7, slightly lower, uh, but we are trading pretty much on our highs, which was 72.19. So not a bad day, but volumes, as I say, volumes and news pretty much light on in terms of the market today. In terms of the sectors doing well, well, we are seeing the banks doing okay at the moment. Again, uh, NABs and ANZ the best of the bunch. NABs up 0.3, ANZ up half percent. Macquarie pushing half percent higher. We're also seeing industrials doing quite well today. Uh, Woolies continuing to push higher, 1.1 percent higher. Coal's up 0.6 of a percent. And the tech space doing okay. Uh, Wisetech up 1.3% and Zero up 1.5%. So not a bad effort there. CSL also uh, doing well. ResMed, we did get some news from ResMed this morning uh, regarding the patent infringement case that they had running uh, on the uh, AirSense 10 technology, uh, which looks as if uh, ResMed have had a win on that one. That stock's up 0.9% today. In terms of the losing sectors today, well, at the moment, BHP and Rio uh, a little bit softer, but nothing very dramatic. We're also seeing some softness, again, in some of the base metal stocks and some of the lithium stocks. We've got the likes of Liontown down nearly 2%. S uh, South 32 down 1%. IGO down 1.1%. Gold stocks holding in despite the gold falling away last night. Uh, but nothing very exciting in resources uh, today. Fortescue still the big winner, up 1.3% at the moment. Turning our attention to the news that's out this morning, uh, I guess part of the reason why we have seen uh, the market push ahead is uh, Michelle Bullock uh, has been um, at a uh, Australian Payments Network Summit, and she did take some questions from the floor, which is probably far more important than the Australian Payments Network Summit itself, I'm sorry. Um, She did reject the suggestion that Australia is behind the rest of the world in the fight against inflation. She said, I don't think we're falling behind at all. I think we're trying to make sure that we slow the economy enough to bring inflation down to our target band. She expects inflation to return to the RBA's 2 to 3% target band in the next couple of years. This is the proviso provided inflation expectations don't get out of control. We'll take a cautious approach and we'll continue to watch the data. So that was enough to push the market slightly higher. We do have 10-year bonds at the moment, 4.34%. The Aussie dollar, 65.66%. But that was probably enough uh, from Michelle to push the market just that little bit higher. As I say, we are seeing we're grinding higher just over 20 points up 
at the moment. In terms of uh, winners and grinners today in our market, uh, good to see uh, Costa Group bouncing back. We wrote those up this morning in uh, Henry's take in my article. They're up at nearly 3% this morning, back up to $3.04. Silex continuing to push higher. Uh, that's in the uranium space to some extent. Uh, that's the uranium enrichment company. They're up 3.4%. Uh, and we're also seeing some good news continuing to come out of Telex Pharmaceutical, TLX, the stock code there. In uh, some of the smaller caps around this morning, plenty. Well, there's plenty going on there with uh, that uh, stake from a national bank. And they're up another 13% today. Uh, but as I say, that we do see very thin volumes at the moment, I must admit. Um, it is quite hard to see any decent volumes in most stocks. In terms of losers in the small cap space, we've got uh, some of those lithium stocks down. Uh, WA1, which had a good day yesterday, WA1 Resources, uh, not doing very well today. They're down 8.6%. Uh, Winsome Resources, well, it's actually... Uh, lose some resources today uh, because they're down nearly 7.7%. Quite a big volume there as well, a million shares traded. Zip also under a bit of pressure. Uh, they're down 3 cents to 5.9% down, back down to 48 cents there. And in the large cap losers today, Deep Yellow struggling a little bit. They're down 4%, 4 million shares traded there. L- Latin Resources after that 35% rise on Friday for absolutely no apparent reason apart from the resource upgrade. A little bit of indigestion following that move. We did see a 14% fall yesterday and a 3.5% fall so or so today. 4 million shares traded. Uh, we're also seeing a little pressure on Linus, down 3.2%, and uh, Chalice as well, down another 3.1%. So a little bit of pressure continuing in resource stocks but banks, industrials, tech doing well today. As far as news out goes in the market, we do have, uh, as I say, pretty skimpy on news this morning. And, uh, of course, tomorrow we have the MyEFO, which is the mid-year economic forecasts, uh, and, of course, the Federal Reserve and that US CPI. <clears throat> that is um, pretty much a dominating thing. Sigma Healthcare, of course, very much in the news at the moment with that chemist warehouse Uh, reverse takeover. More on that in my stuff this morning, in my Henry's take, just talking about Sigma and Chemist Warehouse. It's pretty hard to make any kind of uh, really uh, a big assessment on Sigma and Chemist as yet. We do see a bit of a lack of detail in terms of uh, what's happening there, in terms of uh, Chemist Warehouse, etc., and their financials, but all will become clearer. But it will become a $9 billion retailer with uh, some ambition. And, of course, uh, it will add to the ASX stockpile of quality uh, stocks, especially in the retail sector. Interestingly, I saw JB Hi-Fi hitting a 52-week high. Hard to believe that consumer discretionary is one of the best-performing sectors this year. All that talk of the uh, mortgage cliff, the slowdown of consumer spending, etc., has not affected some of these consumer stocks, not at all. In actual fact, as I say, the consumer discretionary space, one of the best performing sectors this year. We are expecting Sigma Health Care to come back out of its trading halt tomorrow. Uh, that is the news there. Another corporate news around and about this morning, Gail Pemberton 
has joined the board of Link, and we also saw Instatech Pivot uh, have named a new CEO starting from January the 22nd. Helios has raised 33 million bucks from retail investors at a dollar 20, and in the AFR today, the battle for Whisper uh, looks like that's heating up a little bit. Uh, there's a couple of com- competition. There's a little bit of competition for that particular company. Uh, Whisper at the moment is trading uh, around 52.5 cents, which is above the current uh, bid at 48 cents, but the independent experts report has valued it higher. So we're waiting for more news uh, to come out from Whisper, uh, and uh, the supplementary bidder statement is out uh, this morning on that one, but uh, clearly the market is expecting a higher bid there from Whisper. As far as Marcus Today stuff goes, just uh, in my stuff today, just looking at uh, Chemist Warehouse and Sigma, uh, that deal there, of course, and that is very much in the news at the moment. Also, a little look at the, uh, the complicated lithium uh, pricing structure, especially with futures pricing. Uh, Macquarie has a piece out this morning about uh, lithium pricing, futures pricing there. And the fact that it is um, not the easiest of markets to get uh, a sort of uh, consistency of product uh, for uh, brine spodumene or lepidolite uh, as it varies, uh, making settlement of some of those contracts quite difficult at times, but still postulating that maybe we've got one final flush of the lithium stocks. And we did hold uh, Pilbara, but I think we have sold that this morning on the open. Uh, Lithium stocks overseas were a little weaker. Pilbara itself is pretty much unchanged today, but other lithium stocks slipping away. Not a huge amount of volume in Pilbara, only 8 million shares uh, traded there, but pretty much unchanged there. Looking at other stuff in my Henry's take today, uh, of course, Pack Group got an extended or an increased bid yesterday from uh, Ralph Gaminda with uh, his Kin Group. That's up to now slightly above well, pretty much in line with the uh, the 84 cent bid. They are bid for 139 million shares on the bid there, which will uh, obviously uh, is part of that uh, bid process. Uh, the other one that looks interesting, and I wrote it up this morning, was Costa Group. They did have a bit of a profit downgrade yesterday. The stock dropped. Uh, the bid there is three dollars twenty. Uh, so there was this morning when they were uh, well last night when they closed at 296, and there was about eight percent upside in that one. Uh, to three dollars twenty. Of course, nothing is guaranteed in this world, but certainly uh, the uh, the bidder there, Payne Schwartz. Uh, you would imagine that uh, they were very au fait with adverse weather conditions and the the vagaries of the weather, throwing spanners in the works in terms of earnings from uh, the likes of Costa Group. So it should not really have come as a surprise. Uh, the dates that are interesting: the scheme meeting is the thirtieth of January. If that gets voted through, it will become effective the 8th of February with implementation date the 26th of February. So you're not going to have to wait long for your money. So uh, below three bucks, I guess, there's a 20 cent profit in that, provided, of course, it goes through. As far as strategy goes, no reason to chase or to change anything at the moment. We have sold uh, Pilbara this morning. Uh, Just a little concerned, I guess, on the weakness of some of those lithium stocks. But no reason to change anything in my thing today, just looking at uh, the US and GDP growth, the predictions there. And uh, the Federal Reserve Economist, well, the former Reserve Economist, Claudia uh, Same, 
uh, has uh, her own little rule, uh, which uh, is something to point towards recession. And uh, at the moment, the U.S. has escaped any kind of recession in 2023, much to the chagrin of most commentators that were predicting it. Uh, there's still some talking about the recession in 2024. But at the moment, according to this uh, SAMES rule, uh, which suggests that the tipping point is reached when the three-month rolling average of the unemployment rate exceeds the minimum three-month average over the preceding 12 months by half a percent. Yes, well, uh, the, uh, the Bloomberg article that uh, I was reading uh, suggested the unemployment is not ris- rising fast enough to indicate a U.S. recession. Of course, next year's big event will be the U.S. presidential election, and it looks at the moment as if uh, former President Donald Trump is uh, some way ahead of uh, current President Joe Biden, and uh, he's ahead by around four points in the latest Wall Street Journal poll. And uh, if they do get independents running for the president, that does tend to split the Democrat vote. And uh, that lead blows out to 6% for former President Trump. So that is going to be the big event, obviously, of 2024. Uh, But um, the soft landing or hard landing question will remain for the US CPI tonight. And the FOMC in the next couple of days will obviously uh, be a big factor in that. Other things that I looked at today as well include, uh, there's a nice little uh, link to the ACCC, well, the takeover code in Australia, the Allen's Handbook on Takeovers in Australia. So if you've got uh, a little bit of time and you want to read up on all the rules about takeovers, especially at the moment when we have so many, so many schemes of arrangement, etc. in play, probably a good time to refresh that over the Uh, holiday break if you've got a spare few minutes and uh, interesting to see some of the uh, the lithium stocks again as I said earlier slipping away Uh, the uh, final flush if you like Uh, certainly the sector is oversold but as yet uh, the uber bull like Macquarie still yet to downgrade uh, their lithium uh, price targets they've still got $7.10 in Pilbara bear in mind there's 632 million shares shorted in Pilbara, over 21%. Um, 632 million, given the volume so far today, anyway, 9 million shares, you can see it will take an awful long time for that short to be cleared up. We do expect from time to time volatile bounces in the likes of Pilbara, uh, mainly because you do start sometimes see uh, if you've borrowed stock to enable you to short it, Sometimes the lender of that stock will recall the stock and therefore you're forced to buy in the market. And that does tend to have a bit of a volatile effect on the underlying share price. But certainly the bet's very much at the moment in favour of a negative um, slide continuing in the lithium price. It is a proxy, I guess, for the lithium price. And you can see from the article I've written today about lithium pricing, futures pricing, spot pricing, etc. It is a complicated equation a complicated market it is a chemical rather than a metal to some extent and various mixtures various forms of that chemical attract different pricing structures it is complicated and the simple way to uh, to short or play the negative side of lithium has now become uh, shorting pilbara that is the easy option for many so that that is certainly what is taking place at the moment. Uh, Marcus, of course, is away at the moment. I had dinner with him last night. 
and uh, he is away at the moment. Uh, just a little bit in his strategy talk uh, just before he got on his uh, BMW and headed off into the wild blue yonder. Uh, just uh, a few things there, but no real change to our strategy. Uh, we do have um, you know, the dot plot and the Fed will be key, but uh, at the moment, no reason to change things. Everybody is pretty cautious heading into this number, but once it's cleared, hopefully it will be benign. Uh, once it has cleared, uh, then we could see Santa Claus come. Interestingly, I guess, uh, last week we did see uh, that non-farm payroll number coming quite firm, uh, a little bit firmer than expectations. And you would have thought, given the move in the market and the yields uh, pushing back up from around 4.1 to around 4.3 in the US, uh, that uh, would have been an excuse for a sell-off in the US market, but it hasn't eventuated. And we've had a couple of uh, days of, uh, well, a little bit of mediocre sort of cautionary buying, but certainly it does look as if the market wants to push higher into the Christmas and New Year break. So happy to stick with that. As I've been rambling on for the last 10 minutes, the index is now up 30 points, so we are grinding higher. Uh, we are seeing a little bit of uh, stability returning to that resource sector and those banks kicking on uh, again. So some good news there. Well, that's about it from me today. As I say, not a lot of news around, but we are heading higher, uh, which is good. No change to strategy. Have a read of uh, my stuff today. I've got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5.30, your chance to ask all the questions you really want to. And tomorrow I'm on the call, uh, talking 10 stocks there uh, for uh, the members there. Amongst them are um, Perseus, uh, NextGen, which is an interesting Canadian uranium emerging company there in Saskatchewan. Uh, Latin Resources, one of my faves. A couple of ETFs. Uh, ABB, which is another one that I quite fancy for next year. Zip, which was my advent calendar pick, around 39 cents. They are coming back off. They hit 55 the other day, uh, coming back down to sort of 48, 49. And an interesting one as well, Raise, RZI. I did see them present in October at a small cap conference. Um, it hasn't really done an awful lot, uh, struggling to uh, get some traction and get some attention. But uh, be interesting to see what uh, Andrew Wyland and myself come up with in terms of the analysis tomorrow on the call at noon on Ausbiz. So I'll catch you then. Thanks again, and we'll be back this afternoon, of course, with the end of day podcast.